Danny, you're here again. Hooray. All right. Yeah, I know. Sorry about that one. Oh, hey, Matt, you're here too. Howdy. So we're all here. Welcome to the new year, guys. And welcome to the new year, all of our listeners. I was telling Danny before, Matt, isn't it kind of weird, although we've been doing the show for like a year and a half, this is the third year Skyline Sports has been around. Really? Yeah, 2018. We did not. What do you mean? We didn't. We we started this in 2018? Yeah. Are you sure? Summer of 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. Over the summer was our one year. And now... Fuck, and we've somehow decreased in listener count. I mean, how do you... How, how, do we, how do we manage that? I don't get it. I don't know. We're um, going downhill. We're going downhill real quick, but we're happy to that. We're grateful for the people who are still riding with us. Oh, actually, I got to shout out my cousin, Christopher. Christopher Omastinky. Christopher Omastinky. He's a, a loyal listener. He was giving me giving me guffle. This break because we hadn't released a podcast in a while. And it made, made me feel good to know people are still, people are actually out there listening that aren't my mom and probably your parents. So shout out Christopher Omasinski. Big shout out. Big fan. Big shout out to your mom. My mom will not even dare try and listen to the show. My dad will listen sometimes on the way home from work or something. My mom will not even think of it. My, my mom will just talk, like throw it in like random conversation. Like I, I was just, I, I don't know, not random conversation, but I'll say like, oh yeah, like, I, I like the Seahawks in this game. And she'll be like, oh yeah, I remember you were talking about that on the podcast. And I was like, oh, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> no, my parent, my parents won't touch this podcast. Why not? <laughs> it's not their, it's not their alley. What do you mean it's not their alley? Your dad likes sports. Yeah, he doesn't pay as much attention to it anymore. Yeah, my mom doesn't pay that much attention. I think she just appreciates supporting her sonny boy. Yeah, getting the listener count up. Hey, I mean, if if if, all, if both of your parents—that's four more listeners each podcast. If your parents just listen, now don't they don't even have to listen. Just, just hit, hit record, it. hit play, hit play for like ten seconds and turn it off. Yeah, that's the least we could. We could all chip in. They could all do that, right? I mean, gotta get, gotta get the uh, ad money up. Oh yeah, it's twenty twenty. It's a new year. We have new years, new ways of getting to the. To the people, New Year's of everything. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I have no idea. Where, I don't know where you're going with that. I, was, I, I didn't have really a plan, but no, uh, I could tell. I could tell. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> so to start out the New Year, the first thing we're going to be talking about is the college football playoff championship. We had the semis. Was it last weekend? And I don't know. It was a pretty good. Like even though LSU Oklahoma wasn't close, I enjoyed watching. All of it. I enjoyed watching Joe Burrow just shit down Oklahoma's throat and just have his way with do it like whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. So, and then obviously the Clemson Ohio State game that was a really really good game. Uh, no, it wasn't. Depends on who you're asking. Uh, me and Dan. No, it was a really good game. Well, but... no, it was a bad game for me too. Oh yeah, you also bet Ohio State, but for the show you no, took. I no, I didn't. I I just didn't touch it. Oh yeah. Well, I had a good time watching it. Although that grass was so wet. It was gross, so slippery. Um, I was playing. I was like, kind of, kind of stunk. I was at my dad's doing. I was doing Christmas. Uh, we couldn't do a Christmas party on Christmas because you know, not not all the family family was in different spots. So we were doing a Christmas party at my dad's uh, that night, and we were playing like board games in the in the in the kitchen, and like the game was on in the living room. So I was like getting up every like ten seconds, to, like run inside, like run in. So I really didn't even see like most of the end of the game. Like I would just like hear like noise on the TV. Like I like. You guys ever have that where it's like, okay, like I'm watching the Bears, like I'm gonna go, like let's let's go watch this dish real quick, and I'll come back. And you hear like loud noises, like you hear like the the announcer's voice get a little little louder, and like the crowd start going crazy. You're like, oh fuck, what what just happened? Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing the whole time. Like, oh, I heard a ruckus, like I think something happened. Then I go, oh nope, just a commercial. It's just a just that Geico commercial with the Gecko Gecko again. But the first half was was very entertaining to watch. I saw bits and pieces of the second half. Overall, probably glad I missed it because I would have just been very infuriated. 
Yeah. I know, Danny, you took Clemson for the show, but as some of you may have picked up, listening, you are a big Ohio State fan, so it, that's upsetting. You yeah, the, the, the thing is with that is I, I still don't know what a catch is anymore. Yeah, that was bullshit. The, that was, I mean, that, the, was, that was complete bullshit. The, the ball, he, he catches the football, he tucks the ball, and then he fumbles it. That should be that was one, isn't tucking that, the football the football move. It took like three steps. I remember watching that and being like, I watched that. Like I ran in, ran inside, heard, heard heard a ruckus, ran in the in the living room, saw it, and I'm like, oh, that's that's six. That that's six for the Buckeyes. But Perfect. Not, I go back into the kitchen, come back out. It's like, oh, like why did they, they still have the ball? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, not not only, made no sense. Not only do I not like, it's one thing if they ruled it a uh, incomplete pass on the field and then say it's not enough to overturn. It was ruled a fumble on the field and a score, and then it was reviewed. And overturned, like it was confirmed that it wasn't a catch. Which how do you how do, how did they confirm that with that play? Yeah, that's I mean, I it was, I, 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 it oh was definitely it was definitely too close to overturn, but I didn't think it was a catch because he didn't do anything with the ball. He didn't even bring it into his body yet. He just from he just grasped it firmly. He caught it. What do you mean? But he didn't make a, a quote unquote football move with the ball. But uh, I, I mean, guess, I guess my complaint is that it was. They they said there was enough evidence to overturn. Yeah, I just I, dis- I disagree with that part. But based off everything we've seen, based off everything we've seen from NFL, I and mean, obviously NFL is a different league, but NFL and college, just football in general, like that, like that is what we've like that that's what we've come to learn. Like yes, that is like, that's considered a catch. That's considered completing the motion, like not the motion, but completing it. Like from everything we've learned, so then it's like oh yeah, that's an easy overturn. And then every now and then you get one of these where it's like. Oh yeah, all of that precedent that's been set, everything that's in your mind, like yes, but you just saw it as a catch. Yeah, nope, just kidding, not a, not a catch, like Clemson ball. So I don't know what you're talking about, Jake. I think you're kind of crazy. I don't remember the play very well, but I remember being like, that was clearly. I remember thinking like that was clearly like he caught it, grasped it, like had full control. The ball wasn't moving. One, two steps up the field, and then finally he drops it or whatever happened. But I don't know. I guess it's it's all subjective in the end, right? I guess so. But um, is it the Third? No, it's the sixth is the national championship. What day is it? Does Monday. Know Monday. Day? Well, it's Monday. I don't know what today is. But oh, we'll, actually, it's we'll not just... even the third. It's fucking the 16th. It's the day we go back to school. Um, what? It's a week off. So they Wait, have... what? They play on Monday? They don't, they, don't, they don't play this Monday? No, it's Monday, oh, January 13th. Me. God damn it. <laughs> Did you make plans or something around the game? No, I just I, – I thought I, – I kind of forgot they do – I just assumed because – are you are you hundred percent? It's the sixteenth or whatever. I'm looking at the thir- thirteenth. Yeah, it's 13. the thirteenth. What the fuck? Well, I just I I don't know why, but I thought that like because they already do like three weeks off from like the last regular season game. Like they they do like two or three weeks off from the from the uh, championship weekend to this. So I was like, they're not gonna give them another two weeks off, right? And so I just assumed they weren't going to. And I was like, I got nothing to look forward to. Like after this Sunday of games of NFL games, it's like there's nothing on. Like ah oh, fuck. Like well, at least I had the the championship on Saturday. Nope, don't even have that. Well, that that just oh, my mood's tough. That that brought me down. <laughs> I'm very sorry. But... No, it's okay. I was, it, it's better that I learn now rather than like get my bowl of popcorn and I sit down on Monday <laughs> night like let's fucking go seven thirty. We got the Tigers versus the Tigers. Let's go and it's like and here we are. We're previewing next week's game. Like ah yeah, so you that's turn, probably you, better. Probably better that I learned ESPN now. ESPN to like Maryland Penn State football. Here we go. Will there even be basketball? I don't even. I don't even think there is college football. I think like like. When's the last college football game? Play a bowl game. That well, would be it. Obviously, that will be it. Wait, so there's games all the, all next week as well? That's no, what you're telling me? We, uh, there's it, like a it, handful. 
for it most breaks, of them, then I think it, the four, like the six, I think it breaks. It breaks off on the sixth on that Monday. The last, <sighs> the last game before uh, LSU and Clemson is uh, U, U, University of Louisiana Lafayette against Miami of Ohio in the Lemon Oh my fucking god! That's, okay, I'm, I, I'd rather have no football than Louisiana Lafayette versus uh, fucking. Would you just Miami, say? Ohio. Yeah, I'd rather have just nothing than that. I'll be honest, but I'll take what I can get, I guess. All right, I'm trying to find the – oh, there it is. It's coming up with the line. Lions, uh, Clemson plus six and a half. Oh, my God, it's jumped up a ton. Okay. So, yeah, it opened up at LSU minus three and a half. It's now at on Bovada, LSU minus six and a half. So, obviously, everyone is on LSU. I don't know how it's jumped that much in like a week. Well, just I think it's crazy. You want to go first? Well, okay, give us. You want, want to give us your pick? And why? Who? Who? I thought it was going to be closer to three, so I had my choice set on LSU, but six and a half. That's a lot of. Yeah, it's a lot of points. It's a, a lot, lot of points, points to call out like twelve days in advance, eleven days in advance. Yeah, it's only going to keep getting higher. So, <sighs> fuck these uh, lines. Normally, I was talking to them about this over the weekend. I think I was talking to someone about it. These lines, like normally, they hit a point where it's like okay, three. Three for LSU, and like they keep getting higher. Okay, minus four, minus five, minus six and a half, minus seven. Then at some point, it'll get to like minus eight. Then it'll go down to like minus seven and a half. Then like at that point, it's normally one. So if you're if you're betting Clemson, I definitely keep a close eye on that and see when that point hits where it goes from like eight, like Clemson plus eight to like minus seven and a half. Because once that point hits, like that's probably as high as it's gonna get for you. I don't see it going over seven. I can see like the fluctuation between like. Three and six because it's still within a one score game, but I don't see it like going over seven. I don't even see it getting to eight ever. I, but, I don't know. I mean, it's it's gotten this high. I mean, I I do agree, but like, you know, it's it's people people are just in love with LSU. People just love LSU a whole well, lot, and people are people are tired of Clemson. I'm joining the bandwagon. I've been riding Clemson so hard this year. I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I like watching them play, but I'm taking LSU minus six and a half right now. Like, no matter what team they have faced, no matter what they have done, they have just looked utterly unstoppable. Their worst game of the year was against Auburn, which is like a top 10 defense in the league. They still won by double digits. Like, they went into Georgia, the SEC championship, probably arguably the best defense in the country, and they took a big, fat dump on Georgia. Like, mm-hmm. then they go to the college football semi and face Oklahoma, who's arguably, like, I know the Big 12 is not known for defense. They're known for just offense. But they basically shut down Oklahoma for the first half until it wasn't a game anymore. Like, I don't know what this LSU, LSU team can't do. And Clemson did look spotty at times last week, so I'm going to take LSU minus six and a half. Dan? I also love LSU minus six and a half. LSU hasn't shown any, any reason why they can't beat any team in the nation by a touchdown. That's pretty much See, what it comes down to. I also love LSU to win the game, but I like Clemson to cover. Six and a half is just way too much. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, guys. Like, I he he is he's very he's very impressive. I mean, I haven't watched very very much uh, Clemson besides like that North Carolina game and maybe like, like they had like one like one decently like halfway big game early on in the year and they they kind of blew their load and that was it. But Trevor Lawrence, like, his his athleticism is just insane. How he can. He's so big, he can sit back in the pocket and make all the throws, but he can also run out and, like, get you a 30-yard run. Like, same with, like, Justin Herbert. But that, I mean, we don't get into Justin Herbert in Oregon. That, that wound still hasn't healed for me. Fuck you, Wisconsin. But I don't know. I just – I think LSU wins. But, uh, I mean, six and a half, like Jake was saying, that's just such a big number, especially if it gets to seven. If it, if it, if it got to seven, it'd be, like, a stone-cold lock. Like, this is I – I put money on LSU minus five, and I'm taking Clemson plus six and a half on this to try and just – 
hedge my bet a little bit. I'll probably end up middling myself and just get them both wrong. But I don't know. I just I, – I, I, I like LSU a lot. I mean, like you guys are saying, LSU is so dominant. But, I mean, Clemson I, – I just don't see Clemson just coming out and getting dog walked like that, you know? The main reason I'm taking a six-and-a-half is – I was for sure taking a three-and-a-half, so six-and-a-half I'm still willing to take it was – Ohio State, their four times in the red zone was field goal, field goal, field goal, pick. LSU is one of the best red zone teams in the entire country. I think maybe if they don't, they're not going to score every time they get in the red zone and touch them. They may have to sell for some field goals, but they're going to get into the end zone when they're in the red zone at least once, maybe twice, fuck, even three times. Like they're not selling for field goals. They haven't this. Wait, hold on. You think who's going to get? Wait, hold on. You think who's going to get in the end? Wait, you think LSU? Oh, you, you're saying LSU's red zone? Like how Ohio State last week was three or four, oh, four in the yeah. red zone, and, like, the last drive was a pick. Like, LSU this entire year, I don't know. I was watching the semifinal game. I don't know if they said they were, like, top five or top ten in red zone efficiency when it comes to converting it into touchdowns, but they're basically the entire year been consistently finishing off drives in the end zone, and I don't see why it will stop now. Like, Clemson I... showed they're going to give up yards. They're going to bend, but they won't break. But I think LSU is just too overpowering, and they will just break them in half. I counter it by saying that I think LSU. I mean, I don't know. You got. I, I you can't really. Put, I can't really put too much stock into this because we know it's for sure. But I'd I, I'd counter that by saying that LSU or uh, fuck, Clemson like they hadn't played any real teams like the entire year. So I feel like it maybe took them like a, a half to kind of wake up a little. How many points did Ohio State score in the second half? Second half. Um. What is seven? They, they have one touchdown. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like it took Clemson like a quarter, like a, a half, a quarter, whatever, like that early early parts of the game. I feel like it just took them that like to stop sleepwalking and be like, oh yeah, we're not playing fucking Virginia anymore. We're not playing uh, the Maryland School of the Blind. Like we actually got to play. Like this is a real game. So I don't know. I, did I that, that, that's that's like, that's not a real statistical thing, but I I, I think there is there might be might be something to that. I can, you can't really say for sure, but I can see that being a factor. Mm. And also, I think a big thing also of. Clemson. It could also be Clemson got their footing. They're like, oh shit, this this is actual football team. We're not playing like the special needs school. But when J.K. Dobbins got hurt and he wasn't in the game for about like a quarter and a half, and after he even came back, he wasn't nearly as effective. Basically, before that, Clemson couldn't stop Ohio State at all from moving the ball. Like when they had Justin Fields actually completing passes and J.K. Dobbins, just they were moving the ball so well. It just they would stop in the red zone. Yep. With a fully healthy J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State probably wins that game. And just LSU's offense is just nuts. Absolutely nuts. I just don't see any, like, slowing them down. There's nothing that slowed them down this entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any other, like, hindsight or things you want to bring up, Dan or Matt? It was just awesome watching LSU. Watch Burrow throw seven touchdowns in one half. It was. He, he broke, like, what was it, like, 12 records? 12 college football playoff records and that just that game alone that's you guys you guys sound terrible right now do you guys do you guys sound normal to each other yeah okay dan okay yeah you guys you guys sound better now i think i I think it's because i plugged my phone in and it was charging but you guys both sound like staticky i just want to make sure make sure we're all good but i think i think we're all good now what were you guys saying um basically that watching watching burrow shit pump oklahoma was pretty fun to watch yeah yeah yeah, it was nice kind of, you know, it's, it was nice having a bet where you can just place it, and it's like after the first quarter, it's like, yeah, I don't have to look at the score anymore. It's, they're they're going to cover. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So are we done with college football? We got all we got? All we yeah, got. It's, time, yeah. it's time to throw a little dirt on the Bears' grave or what? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll put this here first. Dan, what does the line have to get to where you take Clemson? Seven and a half, I think. No. 
Mm, eight and a half. You're a crazy person. I'm with you, Dan. I'm with eight and a half. Um, all right. Okay. Throw some dirt on the Bears. I'm ready. I've been throwing dirt on the Bears since like week like 15, so I'm, I'm ready to go. We don't have to spend too long on it because the season has ended like a week and a half ago. Or not a week and a half, but. I we got to, we got to, we got to, you know, we are, we are Skyline Sports. I think our bio says, yes. you know, covering Chicago sports. So we, we can't be, you know, we got, we got we to gotta spend an appropriate amount of time on this, I, I think. I agree, but I want to overdo it because everyone else had also gotten their, the vibe of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually we can kick it off with this. How do you feel about Ryan Pace saying, uh, I'll go to you first, Matt. Like how Ryan Pace is like, yeah, Mitch Trubisky is our quarterback next year. He, that's the plan. Uh, I think he's, I think it's bullshit. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I mean, Mike Lennon. Uh, someone brought up a good point. It might have even been on part of my take. I don't know who. But I heard somewhere, and I completely forgot about this. But I mean, he he named Mike Lennon like, yeah, we're putting our full faith in Mike Lennon. He's our guy. And then we went out and draft Mitch Trubisky, second overall pick. So I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Uh, if if that is the case, then that's just a that's just dumb. I think they. I mean, they have to bring in someone. Hopefully, they don't re-sign Chase Daniel because I mean, he's a seems like an awesome fellow, but he's really just a glorified, like, he just holds the clipboard and, like, coaches up Mitch. Like, he's just an extension of Nagy. But I'm not buying it. I, I, I mean, if it happens and it's like, yeah, like, we didn't really bring in anyone of note that can compete with Mitch or try and push him to, like, you know, put a little heat on his butt to, like, oh, look, I, I, I kind of earn this job now. If that actually doesn't happen, like, we don't bring in someone, then I'll be pissed. But I think I think he's just, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not saying he's playing games because I don't know what games, like, how that would give the bears the benefit uh, like in any way, like free agency or in the draft. But I don't know. I think he, I, I don't, I don't really believe him to be honest. Dan, do you believe him? Um, A little, I mean, I think he wants to, I think he wants to ride with Mitch obviously, but I agree with Matt that he's, you need, we need to bring somebody in there. Alex Smith, somebody. Just because just... Mitch has never faced oh, any no. competition his entire life. Wait, 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 I, am I, I sound sad? Can you sorry? You sound fine to me. Okay. So with with this, it's that I don't know how you could commit to your quarterback like two two days after the season's over when he was horrible. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, that's, that's, just that's saying, a tough just look. Saying that he's I think guy, like, I think Pace like, just knows that by admitting by by saying by saying he's not your guy or. By showing any lack of confidence in him, it's just basically admitting that he was like wrong and he failed. And I think yeah. he was maybe just afraid to admit his failure. Because he knows that that's like Mitch Trubisky is oh, Ryan Pace's legacy as, as a as a GM. So, with dope, if, fucking dope. But how could he? How could he? How could he commit to that when, like, let's say some crazy scenario happens where a perfect QB for us oh. is hitting the market. Oh, Matt just dropped out. I'm going to stop the recording and we'll finish it. I'll recall in a second. Yeah. Hey, Dan. What's up? I know Matt got kicked out. So once Matt joins, we'll just restart from where we are at. Mm-hmm. But finish what you were saying about not really believing Ryan Pace. Hey, Matt. What's up, fellas? Well, I don't believe him because what if a perfect situation happens where, like, a QB hits the market that we may not even know about? That is true. It's like, how do, you, how do you commit to somebody who was mediocre to horrible the entire year? Except when, he, except when he played the Cowboys. Yeah. I guess I can turn it into this. Is there anyone 
because we have been watching a ton of college football lately. And then I'll go to you first. Is there anyone that, like, if they dropped to the second round, you'd be fine with picking over addressing any of our other needs? Because I'm not. I don't think there's anyone. Well, besides, like, obviously, like, I don't even know, like, Joe Burrow, but he's not dropping. But no, any of those, uh, like, fringe I mean, guys. Nobody realistic, no. Matt? Uh, I mean, I think it's just – I wrote down like the weaknesses, and I, I don't even know. It's like I mean, obviously Mitch and Nagy, like those guys, both deserve a lot of the blame. But our offensive line is pretty brutal, uh, and our, our tight ends were like awful. I think we had ninety four receiving yards from our tight ends combined. Like literally all sixteen games, you add up like the the, the tight end receiving yards was ninety four. I mean, that's <laughs> I, I I I think I heard that on the radio the other day. So I didn't personally fact check it, but I, I mean, I don't know. ESPN thousands never lied never lied to me before. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's especially when you see game-changing guys like George Kittle, uh, like playing on Sunday Night Football, like the way he just opens up everything for Jimmy Garoppolo, and the fact that we have fucking Adam Shaheen, J.P. Holtz, uh, fucking Jepster, Jepster, Jepson Horstead, whatever the fuck that guy is, Casper, Casper, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, the guy who didn't pitch the ball, and then Trey Burton is like on the side of a milk carton. Uh, we we need a tight end. I don't even. There's so many. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go. I wouldn't go QB round two because you can still wait and get guys later in the draft. So round two, no, I would not go quarterback. I think that might. I think that might be the craziest statistic of this entire Bears season. I was talking. Maybe it was to Mitch Murphy. Maybe to Dan. Maybe no, I think it was Mitch Murphy. I was saying I think that if we had a, a better tight end, if we had Trey Burton, just Trey Burton from last year, I think we're in the playoffs. Like if, if he was just healthy and played like he did last year, I think we'd be in the in the, in the postseason. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know about – like, the thing is, we have a keen picks we're in the playoffs because we would win that Chargers game, I think, and then we probably win that Raiders game. But I'm talking about just strictly from the tight end position. If we had gotten more uh, production, I think I think we are because I think last season Mitch showed that Allen Robinson and Trey Burton were his two safety valves when things were awry, things where he needed, you know, needed a big play. He's going to those two guys. And obviously we know Mitch has, you know, been struggling uh, getting out of his comfort zone in this offense. So then you take away one of those two guys who was his checkdown guy, his guy that he looked to to make big plays. And I, I think Burton is a good blocker. I really can't say for sure. I think Burton was a good blocker, especially for an offensive line that was fucking brutal. Like we couldn't run block or we couldn't get anything run, like no running game going at all. So I, I think if you just give us not even Burton, if you just give us a halfway decent tight end, who can actually give us a little bit of production. I think we're playing mm-hmm. this weekend. Right. Probably not hosting, probably not hosting anyone, not, you know, division winner maybe, but I think we're, I think we're in the dance at least. I think we're I don't I don't know if that cuz two wins is a lot to put on just one position difference besides quarterback. No, I I agree but we've just I don't know. I think we've we've played in so many tight games and with offense, you know, being as bad as it was this year. Like we mm-hmm. I, I I I do agree tight end. Well, I don't, I think I think you take away George Kittle from the same I think if you take away George Kittle from the 49ers or Kelsey from the Chiefs, I think you could knock off I I I I, I could see you knocking off two wins yeah, if they were out for the entire fair. season. But those are those huh? are top of the line tight ends, though. I'm saying like even if it's somebody who's just a film who's like, solid. I I would argue if this makes sense, try and stick with me here. I I would say that our tight ends are were as bad as those guys are are good. No, I, our sense. tight ends are probably worse than those guys are good. Exactly. So I I think that gives lends more credence to if we just had someone doing anything from that position, I think we'd be in a much better spot. Yep. I just think through the draft and 
everything. You just need to bolster the offensive line. That's the whole thing you have to fix. Like, it is, you can blame the play calling, but if you can't rely on your run game, like, the fuck are you going to do with your playbook? Like, you can't really expand and do what you want if you know that you're just running into a brick wall and you're just not going to get anything on the ground. And speaking of our offensive line, shout out Matt Nagy, or shout out Pace for firing a bunch of coaches and Nagy for firing a bunch of coaches and announcing it after the press conference so they didn't have to talk about it during the press conference. That was Big pussy move. Yeah. Big balls move, guys. And that also, was, that was... This, was, this was also a wild stat. You know, talk about, like, how much you need the run game. The top five passing leaders are all out of the playoffs. <laughs> it's, I think it's like, it's like Winston, Rivers, Goff, Prescott, and I think Matt Ryan. That's funny. Yeah, we need a, we need we need to not. I, I like David Montgomery. I'm a big fan of David David Montgomery. I think he just wasn't put in the best position to succeed, and he still did all right. He was all right. Well, uh, no, he was he was but he wasn't bad. It's just he didn't have anything going for him. But he, I, I did see like I, I feel like in the correct in the correct opportunity, he could be a very good running back. So mm-hmm. I do like him as running back. Cohen, I'm not. I don't really know what we're doing with him, but uh, Montgomery, I could I see a lot of potential in Montgomery. We just need to put him in a better position to succeed. Is really what it comes down to for me. Like the wide receiver group, I'm happy with them. Like they're not the best in the league. They're middle of the pack. They're nothing special. But you have Allen Robinson, who's a top of the line guy. Like he's not DeAndre Hopkins or like elite, elite. But he's in that like group one B, I guess. The rest of them are fine. Like Tio Gabriel, if he gets healthy and he's back from his concussion next year, which I'm assuming he is. Um, like that's a guy to take off the top. Like the receivers are fine. Anthony Miller's above average. Like. I don't know. To me, it's just fix the offensive line and hope for the best. Yeah. I think we were like, I think we we're top five in most drop passes in the NFL from our wide receivers. But talent wise, like, there's nothing. Like, I'm not. It wasn't like some of those older Bears teams where you're like, yeah, there's just no one out there. Like, well, the Mitch's first year when who was the leading receiver? Fuck, what was it? 81. Cameron Meredith. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, Wait, was it Meredith or was it uh, Bellamy? It was one of those two. Either <laughs> way, not great. Not great. So, like, those, we've improved that, since that, then. I don't know if that changes the. I don't know if that makes me feel any better about the. I, I mean, I think Robinson played well. Miller was a ghost until the last three or four weeks of the season. So I mean, if he could keep doing that for the entire season, obviously that'd be good. Gabriel, like I could do without Gabriel. Like I hope we get rid of him. I think I saw someone tweeting about if we if we get rid of him, we'll save some money. So I hope we I hope we get rid of him. Honestly, uh, who else? I don't even know who who's our fucking fourth wide receiver. Sims. I don't even know. Set. Oh, you mean Wims? Oh, Wims, not nuts. I mean he Wims. I, I yeah. I don't know if he was. I feel like yeah, I, I, just, I don't even know what to make of him. Yeah, I, I, don't know not, what, I don't know what that guy is at all. I don't know what to make of him. Riley Ridley, I don't know what to make of him. Mm-hmm. He played like two games. He was on the fucking injury report every goddamn week like also, on, the, on the tweets, but whatever. Also, I, I just. Oh, wait, sorry. Keep going. I was just, I, I was just saying, I'm just not as, I'm not as satisfied with the wide receiver position as Jake is. It was my, was my point. I was going to say, why don't they use Cordero more? I just he think he's averaged, a gadget guy. I think he averaged like eight or nine yards a rush. Well, I think those are. Well, I think they're. I think they're gimmicky plays. Like I think because if you watch them play, a like, like he, he does do a little end around, but it, he's he's always he's almost always productive when he's on the offensive side of the ball. Besides just kick returning. I think it's because he's either getting like negative yards because he gets stuffed at the line like literally immediately, or he's getting like a big thirty yard like chunk play, and he only gets the ball like three times a game. So if he just gets that one big chunk play. I think it kind of skews the numbers. I I loved him on special teams. He was maybe like the best special. I mean, I will, besides Devin Hester, he was like maybe the best special teamer I've ever seen. Not yeah. ever. I don't want to say ever. Well, no. But he well, was I like Devin Hester. But 
Yeah, him and, he was like Benji. He was like my Benji Cunningham, like tries really hard award. Like he, yeah, I, I, I was a big fan of his. Hopefully, I don't know if we're overpaying him. I think he's probably making a little bit more than a special team specialist should be making. But he was, you know, he made he made a big big impact on the kickoffs and special teams in general, which I I did appreciate. Um, but I'm trying to think what else. Where else do you want to go with this funeral? Because it's kind of been all wildly poor. Like play calling sucked. Um. But every other offensive assistant has been fired besides Nagy. Um, yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know what to make. I, I feel like the only and this is going to sound like I'm like regurgitating a big cat's take. If anyone listens to part of my take, but I've kind of been having this. I I've, I don't know if I've I, I doubt we haven't talked in a long time, so I probably haven't uh, said it on here. But I just I, I find it hard to like put like everyone wants to put blame on either Nagy or Mitch, and I just feel like. It's just hard for us to be putting blame on him. And then I, I know a big cat had this exact same take, but I pinky promise that I've been saying the same thing. Like, I, I just don't, I don't like the idea of like, it's only Mitch's fault or it's only Nagy's fault. Like, I feel like we don't, I feel like us as fans, like we can't just look at it and say like, this is what it is. Like, I feel like it's be in the organization or like around the offense to like, to really know. But I do like the fact that, I don't know, it seems like all the players still support Mitch, which good for them. Like they should be very pissed off because if that's like the way, well, I don't know. It's almost like by like by them supporting Mitch, I wonder if it means like they don't support Nagy as much. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Not they don't support Nagy, but it's like I feel like if it was a like Trubisky just isn't good enough in this offense, I feel like he wouldn't be getting as much. Like he gets a lot of love from his players, from his teammates when they when when he gets brought up in interviews or whatever. He gets a whole lot of love and like oh he's our guy, he's our guy. So I wonder. I don't know. Maybe that if that says anything about you know where the blame should be lying. Like maybe they think it should be lying more with Nagy, or or it just means they support both of them. I mean, I really shouldn't be trying to put words in their mouth, but I don't know. Maybe I'm reading a little bit too close in between the lines or whatever that saying is. Um, the one thing to be optimistic for next year was going into the year we knew it and we saw like the tweets and the stats about it. The Bears statistically had the hardest schedule in the NFL last year. Now we're mm. going back to a third place schedule where we're gonna have. Who would be third place in every other division? We would have then – who came like, in third, the Giants or the Redskins? The Redskins. So, the Redskins, oh, wait. the Falcons. Was it, was it the Redskins? Sorry, the, the NFC East was so bad. It was, I think it was the Redskins. It was one of those two. Either way, so Giants have, or Redskins. They're like the same team. They're, they're the exact same team. We'll have the Redskins, we'll have the Falcons, and then we'll have the Rams out of the West. Like, that's much better than having to face all division winners. Like, those are – Rams are the same. But the two other teams, like – it's a little bit easier. It'll get easier. It, it can't be as bad as it was this year. It seemed like everything that could go wrong went wrong this year, and we still finished eight and eight. Yeah, I just don't know. I I do agree. Like we'll have a prettier record at the end of the year, and probably maybe in the playoffs have a better have a better chance of being in the playoffs. But if we're you know I don't know. I feel like it might be fool's gold where it's like, oh look at our record, we're doing so well, but it's because we're playing all third place teams. But I also saw some stat. Like I was listening to the radio, they were saying like four teams in the last fifteen years have had back to back winning seasons. Which seems incorrect, but I think I mean, again, the radio men have never lied to me before, so I don't know why they'd start now. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, the Vikings and the Packers were both. I don't know about the Packers two years ago. But the Vikings were a very good team two Vikings years ago. Went to the NFC, NFC Championship, and they had a very down down year last year. So I don't know. I don't want to put too much stock into like it's all over, blow it all up just because we had well, one losing season. Two years but... ago was when Rogers got like his really big injury. Oh, okay, so he was out for most of the year. Yeah, I remember, and I really. think that was when they were playing with. Uh... They either they have like Brett Hundley or somebody yeah. in there, and yeah. was Brett Hundley. And I think they, I think they want. I want to say they finished like like six nine at one or uh yeah six nine at one. That was last season, I think. That was last season they finished six nine at one. Was it? Six, they tied. 
They tied with the Lions, I remember. Maybe in, I'm just uh, getting, maybe because like, Crosby missed like three field goals. Either way, I'm, <laughs> either way, I don't want to say that we're done because we had one losing season. You know, it's very hard to win in the NFL, but uh, yeah, I I just don't even know what to make of it. I feel like as the we gotta see, kind of see what the what kind of moves they're making, and they better bring in a quarterback. They better not just say Mitch is our guy and we're gonna resign Chase Daniel and ride with fucking Tyler Bray or Taylor Bray as our third string. That would be very that would be very disappointing. Um, it's ex- escaping the name. The name is escaping me, but Ryan, my brother, wanted me to mention, um, the closer we get to draft time, uh, Purdue's tight end is who he is a big fan of. And he said he's around a third round grade, but he's basically, he saw everything he liked. He watched a few Purdue games. Cause I guess he's a weirdo. Like he likes to watch his random big 10 games, but Hey, whatever for Ryan, he says he's a really good run blocking tight end that can also catch passes like typical big 10 tight end. But he definitely will help to the concept of we need blockers and we need anyone that can block on the offensive line, even if it is our tight end. Yeah. Um, so just watch out for that. If you're a tight end's name from Purdue, know that Skyline Sports give you a hint on that guy. Yeah, breaking. Yeah, we we, we broke that report. We broke that news when yeah. he was drafted in the third round. Just so you guys know, we're talking sure to your credit, scouts. Make sure you you make sure you credit the right person, the right people. Exactly. If it's a... So if he goes to the Bears in the third round, just know my brother was on it. At Skyline Sports, um, yeah, at Skyline Sports on the uh, credit tweets. Exactly. And then um, we'll, we'll 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 then credit him, but make just at us. You can just add us. It's fine. Exactly. Um, wild card weekend. We have four games: Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, I think it's weird that I don't know if I like it or don't like it that both conferences play on the same day. Like it's two AFC games and two NFC games. I kind of like when they split it up, but I can see why maybe you can't do that for some reason. But uh, first game. Bills at Texans. Texans minus three. I'm going to be taking the Texans minus three. Matt, how about you? I got the Bills. Well, why, well, why do you have the Texans minus three? I just think the Bills, their best win this year was at Jerry World against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are absolute frauds. Other than that, I can't think of a significant win from the Bills. And now that it's playoff time, like, Texans have been there before. The Bills, they were there, what, two years ago when they lost at Jacksonville, but it wasn't Josh Allen, so I just yeah, – Yeah, Fitzpatrick, I think. Yeah, it was. I think it was Fitzpatrick. So, I'm going to take the Texans minus three. They've been there before, and I think just they're the, they're the better team. I think the – the, the, the I think the uh, – what's it called? The fucking – I think the Texans are pretty fraudulent, to be honest. Uh, I know they beat the – they had a huge win against the Patriots. I would look it up right now because I, I feel like the Bills have had, like, one or two more big ones that you're not giving them credit for. I just – I'm I'm afraid if I go out, if I exit out of this anchor app, it's gonna like I'm shut down. Here, I, here I can I can help you out. Yeah, let's see who their best, who see who their good wins are. But I got the Bills minus three or Bills plus three, I should say. I don't know. I just feel like no, well, no, no Will Fuller for the Texans. I don't even know how long he's been out. I honestly like. I think I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on most teams in the NFL, but the Texans are just one of those teams. I just don't. Like, I just I, they're just a boring team. I don't like I Deshaun Watson. Like wish he was our Bears quarterback, but I, I they're just a team that I don't have a very, a very good grasp on. But I don't know. I feel like the Bills are pretty scrappy. I feel like the Bills could uh could keep it close. I don't know about when, but I'll, I'll, I'll in this case, I'm comfortable with taking the points. Against playoff teams, the Bills lost the Patriots 16 to 10. They beat the Titans 14 7. They lost to the Eagles 31 13. Um, what, what, what week was that? Week eight. The Eagles. Would've... Also, they 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 would I I think they would have uh Josh Allen got knocked out of that that Patriots game, that first Patriots game. So I'm I'm putting an asterisk next to that in my personal record books, just okay. so we're all aware. Well, the Eagles game was October 27th, so whatever week that would correlate with. Yeah, that was tough loss. 
We're all good. Nothing fucked up. I yeah, I can hear you guys. Yeah, I can hear okay, you. cool. Um, and then sorry, I just got thrown off. They beat the Cowboys, like I said. Lost to the Ravens by a touchdown in Buffalo. Um, lost to the Patriots again. So what? They have one win against the playoff team this year, and just yeah. I'll take I'll take the Texans on. <laughs> I think the well, I they besides that Eagles game, they were in every. What was the score of that of the, the? What was the score of the Ravens game? The Ravens game was twenty four seventeen. And what was the score of the Eagles? And they got so the only team that really got blown up by was the Eagles. Correct. And they kind of kept it close. I mean, obviously you want those wins, but Jake, as a guy who rode with the Lions all year, and you're talking about they're actually better than they were there. They're better than they really are. Like they've lost by one possession in each game. You know, kind of, kind of yeah. talking out of both sides of your mouth, right? <clears throat> you can't. I mean, you, you can't. You can't credit the Lions for being good because they lose by one possession. But then you know when they, the Bills it was lose by one possession. At the end of the day, my Lions take is a bad take, but it was close to being a good take. I'm just saying. I mean, you're seven. That you're Eagles, seven wins away from being a good take. <laughs> but we are I, in eight of those games. <laughs> I just. They, they they scored first in all eight of them. I I don't know. I just I don't know if the Bills. I don't think they're legit. Like they're not gonna you know go on to win the Super Bowl or anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm comfortable. I mean, besides that Eagles game, they even kept it close against the Ravens, which is pretty impressive. But I just think uh, I'm just I'm just more comfortable taking the points. And I I just know more about the Bills. Like I have more of a better feel for the Bills, whereas the Texans are just a team that like they're just hanging out in my blind spot. Like I just haven't. I don't know. I just haven't really watched them play it all this year. I just realized mm-hmm. these two games are gonna be going on during Mitchapalooza on Saturday. For everyone who doesn't know what Mitch Blues is, it is a Mitch-themed bar crawl. The three people we are honoring are Mitch Mulhall, Mitch Murphy, and then, was it Mitch Gribble? Mitch Gribble, yeah. So if you are a fan of anyone named Mitch, especially those three, uh, we are doing a Western bar crawl on Saturday. I think we're starting, what, 5 o'clock? Where at, Dan? I think it's like Mc- 7. McNally's, I believe. No, I think it's like 5. Oh, is it? Yeah. McNally's around oh, 5. Fun. If you have questions and you want to go, text me. And I'll find out the answers. Starting at five o'clock. What the fuck? No, I I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, oh fuck! Like both wild like wild card games are going on. It's at five, but that's like smack dab in the middle. Like worst time it could possibly. I I prefer yeah, seven. They got, like they got TVs at bars. Uh, wait, huh? They got TVs at bars. I was thinking I was going to bring my trans my my uh, little my little radio my little <laughs> pop up antenna radio. No, I know. No, it's I don't fine. know. I'm it's just being, fine. I'm like watching games at the bar is fine. I'm just being a grumpy son of a bitch, but no, I no, I know I I don't mind. I can, I, can, I can get out a little bit and watch watch games with people with other other humans. Yeah, Danny, I, I like the I like the Bills with the points. You like the Bills too? Yeah. Okay. I know we were talking about this at the bar the other day, but I think I've changed a few of my picks since we talked. But you are you both are on the Bills. Any other reason that we already mentioned? No, I just Dan. don't like either of these teams, and I just think the points are just gonna help. Points are points. Okay. There you go. Then, Danny, you go first the next pick Saturday night. Tennessee at the Patriots. Patriots minus four. And a half. Four, four and a half. Yeah, that's what I, was, that's what I thought. I, um, I'm taking the Patriots. It's just still the Patriots. They gotta go, all, still got to go into Foxborough. I know the Titans have been so, so hot the, this year, but I, I, I just like the Pats. It's so hard to go against them. Matt, you can go second. I would normally agree, but in this situation, it's not hard at all for me to go back to the Pats. The Patriots just don't score points. They just—they're like the most—they're the most brutal offense to watch I've ever. Like the Bears, I mean, this—I'm a connoisseur of bad offenses. I've been a Bears fan my whole life. They're just the Patriots' offense is just disgusting. It just makes me want to like vomit in my mouth every time I even think about it. Just thinking about old fucking Tom Brady. They, their offense has just gotten so disgusting, and I, I. the Titans, I mean, I might be swayed a little bit because I'm in a, one of those survivor pools where you randomly pick a team, and I got the fucking the t- Titans. I, I organized the damn thing, and this is the this is the respect I get from the football gods. Like, oh yeah, you uh, 
went through all the trouble of finding people to be in it and collecting the wool. It, it wasn't really that hard, but it, either way, I think I'm a little biased because I do have the Titans and the Pick'em Survivor Pool thing. But I'm just I, four and a half's a lot. I'm just comfortable with taking points here just because the Patriots just don't score. They just don't score points. They just refuse to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you tell me, all right, Bill Belichick has a game plan against Ryan Tannehill in a playoff game at home. In my head, that's easy. That's like, of course they're going to cover that. But then I think, well, the Patriots offense, like you said, cannot score. They have no weapons at all. Tom Brady is getting a little bit older. Dude, and Derek Henry is a fucking monster. Yeah, Russian, NFL Russian leader. Yep. Apps, and for that reason, I'm going to – I don't know what the forecast is for Foxborough on Saturday. And if I did that research for you, that wouldn't be the Skyline Sports experience. So I'm not going to do that. Um, I would be taking Titans plus four and a half. What would the, what would the research have to be for you to make a different, make it a different pick? If it was like, I don't know. Like if it was like perfectly sunny and perfect weather, I would take Patriots four and a half. If it's anything else that could even hinder the Patriots dog shit offense even more, um, then I would take, the Patriots, but or if it's any hindrance to their offense, that's why I'm gonna take the Titans because uh, just they can run the ball and like they can at least keep it close. Like I can see them losing 17 13, but guess what? That's still a cover. Like, so you're telling, so you're telling me you're, you're betting on a, a, a snowstorm or a rainstorm? I'm hoping for at least some bad weather. I'm just hoping not <laughs> for a perfect 60 and sunny day in Foxborough. Well, I don't think it's gonna be 60, but I feel like I feel like what. I feel like wildcard weekend's always good for a nice, like, it's like, it looks kind of like weird. Well, it's nighttime, so it'll be cold at least. Yeah. It should be well, cold taking, at least. I mean, do, do, you guys, do, you guys want, do you guys want the forecast? Yeah. yeah. 45 and raining. All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's the most random thing. Well, if it's, uh, oh, I love it. That's the Skyline Sports experience. Just, yeah. Well, I don't know what the forecast is, but I'm going to guess it's going to be shitty, so I'm going to take the Titans. Oh, and then, and then it. it turns out it is going to be shitty. Exactly. Jake's, Jake's bet, or Jake's bet, I mean, you already cashed it, so you, you can already you can already count that. You can already count that in the uh, bank account. Put, yeah. that, put that money towards the uh, win column. This next one, I have no idea how I want to feel about it. Vikings at Saints. Saints are favored by eight, and I have no idea how I want to play this at all, because the Saints are by far the better team, but I just think the Vikings are good enough to cover eight. I I feel like uh, eight's just another situation where eight's just a whole lot of points. Eight's just well, nope. I mean three three for the Bills and four and a half isn't a ton, but eight's just a lot of points. Eight's you know two possessions. Uh, I'm I'm comfortable with Minnesota keeping it close, keeping it respectable. Delvin Cook said he's 100. percent So I, I'm I'm comfortable with taking taking uh, Minnesota plus eight. Not gonna win obviously the Saints, but H just a whole heap of points. So I'm, yeah. I'm also taking Vikings plus eight. I don't just make it official. I don't know if I was clear. Uh, yeah, I should have lied and said the other side. I should have been like, "Oh, the Saints. That's nothing." So then Jake, when Jake goes, "Oh, okay, I'm going Saints minus eight, I'll be like, "LOL, JK, I'm taking Minnesota plus eight. But I, mean, I like, I'm sorry. I, bo- I like both of your picks, but my only fear is that Cousins just absolutely flopped. So what are you taking? Very possible. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's like so possible. More probable than not, I would say. Yeah. Vikings, Vikings. I think he's gonna flop. I think that cousin's guy. I don't think he's got it in him. No, that's that that's being, my. That's with, my. That was. That would have been my only thing. With that being said, Vikings plus eight. Yeah. No, it just, it just made me laugh. <laughs> like, no, ah, no, that, that, was, that brings that, up oh, a very I, valid I point on why it will work out. That was, and, 
I was just mentioning that because that was my fear of not taking, of not riding with the Saints. The I Saints think are probably going to buy twenty. It's a game I think we're going to be able to tell by the first quarter. Watch each team. Happen. You give each team the ball. You you give each team the ball one time, one drive, and I'll tell you what what the what the outcome will be. And I yeah. I I'll, I'll, I have a, I'm very confident that I'll know just first drive. No, two, give me two drives from each team. Or just not even from each team. Give me two drives from the Vikings. Give me two Vikings offensive possessions, and I'll tell you if they're covering this game or not. Mm. But so we're all on the Vikings plus eight, and then the final game of the weekend: Seahawks favored by two and a half going into Philadelphia. Fun fact I saw on ESPN: Seattle's lost their last three road games in the playoffs. Ooh, which makes sense why the line's only two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't think Philly's any good, so I'm taking the Seattle minus two and a half. Uh, I think I saw that they're seven and I believe I think this I, I saw like the ticker was moving when I saw it, but I think he said that Seattle's seven and one on the road this season. Which is yeah, very this impressive. Season, this season they've been very good on the road, but it's just like their last playoff games on the yeah. road. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I uh, I think Seattle's like way more not well. They they got to figure out a running back. They they had a really hard time if you watched them against the 49ers. They had a really hard time running the ball. They're fucking what's the kid's name? Travis like not the guy like they. Wow, what was his fucking name? This this I know I know you're talking about. They're running back light yeah light skin dude like number twenty four or some shit like he is that same his name like Travis or Tra- something like that. But he, yeah, they just couldn't really get anything going on the on the ground. But it was pretty, pretty encouraging. In fact, they came, they kind of started figuring out the uh, the Forty ers defense and made like a you know almost put almost put themselves in a position to win the game. I mean, they came up a centimeter short of winning the game. But I, I Philly fucking had like a line like Brandon Graham got hurt, like their linebacker got hurt last week, and they had to take him to the locker room because there was like a literal line outside of the blue tent to get into the like blue tent injury <laughs> like that's just outrageous so i think the eagles are a very very talented team if they were even like half is like half less injured than they are like they'd probably be like you know they they they're they're a very good team they're just super super injured but yeah i think seattle minus two and a half is pretty easy pretty easy bet for me that's my favorite of the week I, that, that's me my, my mortal yo oh here here's an idea let me let me know what you guys think of this what if we have the option to mortal lock a game, and if you mortal lock it, you get two points, or if you don't, you you lose two points. Or do you guys want to do keep it at one for each game? I say we just keep it. We're, keep it at one. Keep it I like yeah, the I was about idea. to say enthusiasm. As as we go on, yeah, as we go on, like when there's less and less games, I think I think is the wise decision to not get it. I think I was just I was caught up in the locking, the mortal lock motion. So I I do agree, but yes, Seahawks minus two and a half. I'll, I'll stop talking now, Dan. What do you got? Okay, so this this was a tough tough one for me because I've I've said it most of the year that I think Philly stinks. Mm-hmm. But they're coming off four straight wins going into this game where Seattle's coming off three out of four losses. Dan, come on. So. Dan, name the second wide receiver. I'm, I'm not betting a side. I'm going to take under 45 and a half. Oh. oh, wow. We never, no, one, no, one, no one ever takes no one ever takes over. I, I hate – I despise gambling on over-unders. I have no feel. I, I have the least feel for an over-under of anyone in this entire planet. But, but this this is just one of those I, – I, going into Philly, it's tough to score. You think so? Yeah. You don't think there's not going to be a lot of scoring going on? No. Nah, if you had to pick a side, who would, who would you pick? I probably would have rolled with Seattle, but it, I wouldn't really want to. Wow. Under 45, you said? 45 and a half. I like that. I like that bet. That was, I mean, the fact that you took the over in the Baylor Georgia game yesterday, that was outrageous. Dude, no, zero scoring in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, that that was tough. That was, was very four, tough. It was forty at um at the end of the third. You just needed a touchdown. I remember I was I was uh I had to be up. I had worked at six a.m. So I was you know I didn't watch the end of the game. I watched at the end of the third quarter, and I was like, I gotta get to bed. Like if I stay up, I'm gonna be a real grumpy, groggy boy tomorrow. And then I look at my phone the next morning, and it's like, yeah, zero point scored. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Poor, poor, I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm just, no, poor, poor. It's, it's I, I thought of you when I when I rolled over in my in bed this morning. I, I was ah, fuck. Sorry, yeah, Dan. It happens. It, it, yeah, it, was, it was the right. It was the right pick, though. Same with the Wisconsin pick. I mean, I I, I know I'm said I'm past that, but I'm not. Like that was the correct pick. And people are trying to. Someone's trying to give me shit. Like you really took Wisconsin. Like yeah, fucker. That was the correct pick. That's one of those picks where you don't regret picking it because. How are you going to account for three touchdowns on four turnovers? How are you How are you going to account for the fucking punter? Just I, I didn't even see it. Like after I, I was in the kitchen and I like saw basically yeah. what happened. Like then the punter just dropped the ball or yeah, what, he what just, happened? Yeah, he just muffed it. He just couldn't. He couldn't. He didn't catch it in the first place. No, he fucking he did caught, that in the big time. It, it was like a drop, wasn't it? He I, I really. It, and when he went for the drop, it just like bobbled it. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had to bring in like some fucking, the some and then some other punter came in. He did like an okay job, but like. He wasn't. He he wasn't good. Like the 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 new puncher they brought in after that guy, fucked up. So I mean, how, I, you you just can't account for three turnover, four turnovers, and three you know three of Oregon's touchdowns coming off of turnovers. You you can't account for that. So like it's one of those ones where it's like, like even though even though you lost, you can't be mad because it's like I picked it correctly, but you just can't you can't account for that. I don't like, know. Wisconsin yeah. had like double the amount of time of possession. Yeah, I mean they thoroughly dominated them. They're oh my god, their defense. Oh my god, their defense put on a a, a clinic in the second second half. They're, the entire most of the game, except for the very start and the very end, like that first drive, Oregon marched down and scored. And I was like, well, this is gonna be a long ass game if they're gonna be scoring that easy. And they didn't. They Wisconsin locked them down. Like they, mm. it was like one of the more, one of the more not vicious, but one of the more just impressive defensive displays I've seen in college football in a long time. And yeah. And then, offenses, and, then they I mean, just, and then they just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, yeah, just, just couldn't get out of their own way to save their lives. And that's, I mean, yeah, that, 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 this is what happens when you just keep con- continuously just getting in here, tripping over your own feet. I was very upset watching that game. It hurt. It was not yeah. fun. I did not have a good time. Yeah, I mean, even though I was saying it's one of those ones where you don't regret it, you're like, I was on the right side. Like, it still doesn't make me feel any better. Um, Is that all we got for NFL Wildcard Weekend and everything? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think right? so. I, I'm excited. I'm I'm a big time fan. Like I was getting a little sad. Like oh, week 17 is here. Like oh, this is sad. There's not wall to wall football anymore. But I'm still a big just college. I know I've said it in college, but just overall, I'm I'm a big like give me equality. Give me the top teams. Like weed out the bums. Weed out like the Redskins and the Bears and the Chargers. Like give me the top top. Like the top of the like cream of the crop is what I'm trying to say. So I'm I'm a big fan. of This is probably my favorite. You know, because like then then next weekend there's only four games. Wait, are there? Are there? Yeah, there's no. Next week, there's four no, games. next weekend you get you get the four you get um four games. Yes, yeah, so we have two more. So like these next two weekends are my two favorite of the NFL. And then it's like oh, there's only fucking two games, like both on Sunday. Like, yeah, it's the entire tough, weekend. It's there's tough a two. When, it's tough when the divisional round weekend happens, and you're like, oh god, we only have three more meaningful football games. Oh Lord. yeah, it's like I keep refreshing, and I'm like, surely there's Louisiana Lafayette's playing, uh, fucking Miami, Miami, Miami Ohio, Ohio, right? Yeah. Surely, like, oh, I just keep refreshing. It'll come up eventually, and then it just never comes up. And it's like, oh fuck, it's it's no, this is really it. Oh, so yeah, get ready for baseball season. Exactly, pitchers and oh god, pitchers, oh fuck me, yeah, that that's gonna because that yeah, that's gonna be a whole lot better. So yeah, Chicago sports is just on that, yeah, just in the toilet. 
the Cubs may give me a, a stroke or a heart attack this season. I'm not lying. Um, but I think that's all we got for this episode. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, we, 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 we already buried the Cubs. We don't gotta, we don't gotta, you know, shovel that dirt back up. Let's see. We can no. just leave it settled until pitchers or catchers report. All right. Um, everyone, good luck gambling. Um, take our picks as a podcast. We are over 500 this year, which is kind of crazy. Um, I want to look at our official, like official percentage. I'll tweet that out. But um, enjoy. Good Can you imagine if some some psychopath was really taking all of our picks? <laughs> I, I mean that I, that, I mean, that, that I mean that that well they'd be they'd be doing good they they'd yeah. be winning that person that person surely doesn't exist but if they're if they were they they'd start the year money. just to start the year they'd be like fuck me man like I can't keep doing this but if they really rode with us they'd be like oh hey I'm up hey I'm, I'm doing yeah. I'm doing I'm doing pretty good well doing yeah. it at the earlier parts of the season is kind of rough yeah you got to feel it out you got you got yeah. you got to feel the feel feel, feel both leagues out college and NFL because then we just know who the frauds are. Yeah, the fucking bears. Yeah, not the yet, bears. So. We're but they're already dead. We're already the bears. Them. The Cowboys. The Eagles. I would the say. The Eagles, but, hey. but they're in the playoffs. Exactly. Someone exactly. had to win that division, though. Yeah, well, they didn't have to. I think at some point, commissioners got to step in and be like, "We're awarding the uh, fucking who's on it. Give it to the Steelers. I know. I know the Steelers are in the other division or the other conference, but give it to the Steelers. I'd like to see Duck Hodges running around. You you need like there's no shitty. Week week uh wild card round you need shitty quarterbacks like that's like a, a hallmark of wild card weekend and and I, who and so we got well yeah uh, it's, uh, no Patriots, we got yeah we got Tannehill and no Brady. Tannehill's good Brady's Tom Brady even if he's bad he's still Tom Brady he's not like he's not like I remember one year it was fucking uh Matt it was Matt Cook versus the Steelers Matt Cook was the starting no Matt Matt, Cook. Matt Moore it was Matt Moore for the Dolphins against the Steelers. That's just, I mean, Big Ben's fine, but like Matt Moore, that's an all-time like that guy well, fucking stinks. And then it was the ultimate uh, was Connor Cook versus yes. Osweiler. Yeah, and it was, I, 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 and I think it was, they they ended up pulling Osweiler, so it was like a combo of like Osweiler, Yates of Hell, and who was the Shaw. third fucker? Who was no, Savage? No, 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 Tom Savage. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Savage. No, it was, Savage. It was Savage. I mean, yeah, you need. I guess I'm fine with taking quality quarterbacks, but you still need. I mean. You need that Kirk one Cousins game where it's like the sixth AFC wild card, or like the second AFC wild card, and then one division winner whose quarterback somehow got hurt. Yeah, and as for Bears fans, like we're kind of serious a bad quarterback play. So like we're watching, it's like oh, there's four games on the docket, and none of the quarterbacks are awful. This, I'm not, I don't know about this. So it'll be a little fish out of the water, but uh, maybe, maybe we'll appreciate it. Who knows? I guess we'll find out, right? Or we'll be at Mitch's bar crawl. We just kind of won't notice, but I'll try and pay attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Find those, are, those are the picks. Enjoy the show. You already enjoyed the show. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah, see you guys. See you.